0: Hey Coconuts, so yes, last week we talked a little bit about wealth accumulation. And in the pursuit of trying to accumulate wealth, sometimes we do moves that are a little bit crazy, right? (laughs) Or some would say a little bit risky. But hey, let's be clear, a lot of people, they only realize that things are very risky when shit happens, right? When things are not so great, which is about now, right? So a lot of things are down, a lot of the investments are down. If you full-on went crypto, it's going to be crazy for you. All sorts of stuff, right? So uh, I've decided to talk about today's topic because I am seeing quite a lot of friends getting burnt in the market and some of them are feeling a little bit down or I would say even in a little bit of a turmoil, right? So going into the abyss. So I'm sure maybe you will have friends. So am I sure am I maybe? I think I'm pretty sure that you have friends around you that are struggling financially, whether they tell you or not. And so I thought that, yeah, maybe today we can spend some time to talk about supporting a friend through financial turmoil. Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. So good morning everyone I welcome you to another day with the Financial Coconut In our podcast we'll be banking financial myths Discovering best financial practices And discussing financial strategies that fits our unique life You get it Ultimately empowering us to create a life we love While managing our finances well My name is Reggie aka Yorichi Financial Coconut And today we are going to spend some time to talk about Supporting a friend through financial turmoil I don't think you need me to tell you But things are a little bit crazy in the market It'd be great if you were on the fence and now you're like, hey, hey a lot of things are in the bargain, we're going to go for it and all that, right? Whatever you have, I think different people are entering the market at different times. So that is you. So we're not here to discuss about um, investment strategies and, you know, what are interesting out there. But today we're going to talk about the a little bit more touchy side of financial literacy where things are not so well. When things are a little bit down, how do you get past this? And a lot of financial planners or a lot of these experts, they make it sound very easy. Just do this. Just do that. You know, rearrange your finances. uh, You know, you got to cut back on your spending. (laughs) So there's a lot of that. I, I don't think you need me to repeat what they say. And I have had this discussion with many financial planners and many, you know, financial experts. And a lot of them, when they look at things, it's very numbers, right? It's very like, oh, finance, finance. This is how things are. But the reality is, it is a lot harder to get out of a financial turmoil. Not solely because you are in a shittier financial state, but it affects that whole person. It affects your person. It affects your energy. It affects your you know, self-assessment. You, you, you dump yourself. You spiral down, and if you ask me why, I you know because I've been through something like that. So I've been through some pretty horrid episodes, and yeah, it was really hard. And it's I'm very certain, as a first from a first person's perspective, I can be very sure to tell you that it is not just about oh yeah, just uh, plan your finances better, cut back, get get a job, and it's it's not just that. Right? It's a lot more complicated. And that being said, right, I'm not saying that these experts are saying wrong things. They're not. Right? Objectively they are speaking to their best ability and their best information. And I think it is quite accurate because let's be clear, if you lose money, if you, you know, uh, lost your capital or you get burned in the markets, whatever you want to call it, the only way out is really to recapitalize yourself. That means to regather your capital again. And very unlikely you're going to sit there and capital is going to come. Or your investments are going to bounce back immediately. So you're going to do some hard moves. You're going to take some cuts. But the challenge here is not so much about those things. The challenge here is how do you then get out of that whole emotional side of things. And today, we're going to focus on supporting that friend. If you just so happen to be first person, yeah, I think I've did quite, I did quite a few episodes. I think somewhere in the 90, episode 90 plus range. We've done so many yeah, you can go ahead and take a look, <laughs> talk a little bit about this. But today, we're going to focus on supporting the friend because from a third person's perspective, it is very different. So let us first be clear about what is a financial turmoil, right? Let us set the parameter. If you lose some money uh, like you know maybe 10, 20, 30 thousand or you know even a little bit more or you just lose some money you lose a holiday you you even if you lose a little bit of a bigger sum, but it doesn't fundamentally affect your quality of life. It doesn't fundamentally you know disrupt your pursuit right because I've seen on forums some people are talking about oh you know I invest all these things in ether and then I lost everything and now I cannot buy my house, blah blah blah. I think that is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about financial turmoil. And also be clear, it's not just about crypto, right? The stock market came down. I know some people are practicing options. The mortgages rates are moving up. You have two, three, five properties, you know? It's going to affect you or maybe your friend, okay? So yeah, whether it's your friend or you, it's fine. But we we all learn. We all learn as we go along. But today, we focus on the friend. So I define financial turmoil as a financial impact that fundamentally affects your goals or your abilities to achieve your goals, which causes you to lose your grip in life and everything kind of just spiral outwards beyond just finances, beyond just money. It gets into your emotions, affects your broader life, affects your social relationship, affects your ability to think about you know things pretty much. So the question is then, if my friend is going through something like that, should I support them? Should I go through this with them? A lot of people will say, oh yeah, of course, my you good friend, you know, we're supposed to do this together, <laughs> So, so let, let's be real, if you are that kind of friend, great. You know, if you believe that you can, go for it, right? Do what you need to do. But I think as we move along in our lives, as we become a little bit more mature, we realize that. By supporting a friend that is going through something like that, we are on a big level entrenching ourselves into their problems. So we are going to need to carry a lot of their load. Not particularly financially because how much you have to really support your friend, right? But you have to go through a lot of things together emotionally, spiritually, you know. um, Sometimes they just don't want to do anything and you got to talk to them, support them, make them feel safe make them feel comfortable to, let's say, go for credit counselling or talk to their spouse. Sometimes they need a third person to be around. So when I say being that friend to support someone through the financial turmoil, it is quite a heavy thing. There are a lot of things that you need to participate with. And with that, you really got to think about whether is this friend worth it or not. And I'm not here to tell you whether a friend is worth it or not. That is for you to decide whether is this friend worth it. Is it because, you know, you guys have a great relationship for the prolonged period as a childhood friend or, you know, you guys are like synonymous together, doppelganger, you know, sister, brother, whatever you want to call it, okay? That is for you to decide whether your friend is worth it. But before we begin on today's episode, I just need you to be very clear that what you choose to sign up with in this process of supporting a friend through a financial turmoil is a lot more complicated than just, you know, a random hangout like, hey, how are you? Uh? You know, how are things going? you know No, 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 no. Those are just like touch and go. You're, you're not very supportive in that sense. Maybe that is the maximum that you can. Okay, well, so be it, okay? now I'm not saying that you're wrong. But when I look at supporting a friend through a financial turmoil, and I want to get them out of it, right? Not just, hey, how are you, right? I, I want to work through with them from end to end to get out together or get out of it, you know, supporting them. Uh, it is a lot more complicated than it is. And you ask me how I know. Of course, like I said, right? I've been through something pretty hard. And if you're a long-term listener, you will know I've been through scams, I've lost money, challenged my beliefs and blah, 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 all sorts of stuff, right? So I will not repeat those things. But I want to highlight a part of my life where every day I was just lying in bed. Every day, I was just lying in bed. I didn't really want to do anything. And a friend of mine, really amazing, very brother, right? It's like, every week, Joey goes swimming. Every week, Joey goes to the gym. And that was all I was looking forward to, you know? Like, every day, I was just thinking, oh, hey, when's the next session? When's the next session? And those, when I I look back in life, right? I look back in time and I realized those little chills, right, were so important because those things kept me going. What's next? What's next week? What's next? What's next? You know, and and it's that regular gym, that regular swim session, them buying, like him buying me lunch. Th- those were the part that kept me moving and not further fall into the abyss. So, you know, it, but it's a lot more complicated than that in the sense of how I was feeling. Because maybe to you, it sounds like, oh, just your friend go gym lah. Or like, just eat lah, you know, to get out, just buy them makan, you know. But, From a first person's viewpoint, what I was going through, that was amazing. And when I look back at this, right, I think it's actually a lot harder because every time I meet the person, I'm not in the best emotional state. You know, I'm I'm very low, very self-doubt, you know, all all those things. And my friend was just holding me through that whole process. And to me, that is the part that needs to be discussed. And that's the part that we really need to expand on when supporting a friend through financial turmoil. Which then brings me to point number one. And that is to make sure that firstly, you are in a decently good state and your support system around you is notified. What do I mean? Maybe when we were younger, when we were like schooling day, 17, 18, you know, maybe in uni, right? What, what is around us? Our friends, law, we go and study together, hang out. Nothing much, really. No pe- no one is really relying on us, right? We are probably relying on the system in uni. We're relying on the system in school. We're relying on our teachers. We're relying on our families, right? So we are not the anchor of any collective group or any family, any society, any community, any team, business, department. We are not the anchor. We, we are just like one of the people that, you know, in fact, we are the ones that are kind of sucking out all of this, right? All the energy, right? All these resources giving to us. But I'm sure a lot of you listening in, you know, you're at the crux of your 30s, you know, some uh, maybe later, a bit younger. You start to realize that, eh, you have people that are reliant on you, whether it's your teammate your managers, your family, your spouse, your kids, you start to have a support system around you that yes, while they are supporting you, you are also supporting them. And in fact, you are probably quite an anchor in their lives, right? Maybe you even contribute very substantially back home, right? So at this current situation of your life, you are an anchor. And if you are an anchor, in other words, what does that mean? It means that everybody around you, right, kind of on some level depend on you. So if you don't notify your surrounding, you don't notify the people that are strongly within your social support circle, you may indirectly affect them in trying to pursue this supporting a friend through a financial turmoil pursuit. That being said, right, I'm not saying that, oh, you must chill your wife to go sing karaoke together with a friend (laughs) or you must like intro them to your company and work. No, 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 I'm not saying all that, right? So it is not about getting your social support or your social network to directly participate in this whole endeavor that you're trying to do, but to recognize that because you are in a different situation in life, that there are people around you that are, you know, that anchors their life through you. Then with that, you realize that if you choose to participate through this through this friend or to, through a financial turmoil process, you are you may indirectly affect the quality of lives of the people around you. And I think the basic thing you can do is to seek consent right? Just talk to your your spouse, your partners, your best friends, your teammates, your boss. Let them know that, hey, you know, uh, I have a great friend of mine that I really want to support through this process. It's hard for them. And I, I want you to know that I'm, I'm actually, you know, putting some bandwidth and resources to support this friend. So then, actually, everyone around you knows that you're going through stuff. So, on some days, maybe you're not so good. You're no. you know, you're not in your best state. At least, you know, you seek their permission and they understand you. And if, let's say, there's something that you're falling short of, at least they have a context to know that, oh yeah, you know, Reggie's supporting, you know, so and so. And yeah, you know, maybe we can climb some slack or maybe I should talk to him about, eh, you know, okay for you to support your friend, ah, but, you know, work cannot, blah, blah, blah. You know, so at least we give people around us some sort of context to know what we are going through, seek their permission. If they can support you, great. Uh, we're not trying to bring them into the situation, but at least know that they are in our peripheral and whatever have effect, whatever that affects us will indirectly affect them. And in this process, come to a mutual understanding. Also at this juncture, I want you to know that when someone is going through these kind of complex emotional process, whether is it finance or not, right? But we personal finance channel, right? So financial turmoil. Sometimes it's a long process of grief, they lost someone and what have you, right? Complex relationships, all, all sorts of stuff. If someone is going through something that is emotional and deep and dark and hard, as much as we want to be that, yeah, supportive friend, the first thing I hope you can do is to also seek their permission. We we really don't like like, advice that come unsolicited, right? We don't don't want that random, you know, parent or that random auntie-uncle "Wow, or I tell you. No, no, no. We, We hate that. So why do we want to subject our friends to that? So every time I see that my friends are struggling or people around me that are struggling, I'll let them know that, hey, if you need someone to support you, you let me know and then we can talk about it. But I'm not here to say I definitely need to support you or you definitely should take a certain path. I'm standing around to let you know that I'm ready if you need me. And I think that's very, very important. So as much as we seek support and understanding from our immediate social circle as we participate in this pursuit of supporting a friend. We also need to ask that friend, hey, you want my support or not? Right? Because to be fair, sometimes while we may think that we are great friends and you know uh, very connected with this particular person, maybe to them, we are not the right person at this point in time. And it's perfectly understandable. Don't force it hard on them. Like they're already going through a hard time. Which brings me to point number two about supporting a friend through financial turmoil and that is we need to be consistent, right? And by extension, it means that there is a high frequency of meetup or decently high frequency of meetup that we need to do. And we'll continue this afterward from our sponsor. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. Okay, like I said, right? Financial turmoil is a situation where it is not just finances struggling, it's also emotional, it's also self-identity and all that, right? So it's it's complicated and heavy. And in this process, sometimes people feel like, I don't really want to go credit counseling, lah, you know, I don't want to, you know, cut back on my expenses. I don't know how to tell my wife or my husband or whatever, right? So, you know, maybe I need to downsize my house, very say. So there's a lot of these kind of things that to be fair, are realities that they have to go through on top of all the emotional and identity crisis that they will go through. So if you choose to be that friend, if you choose to be that friend that supports your friend through a financial turmoil and your friend accepts you, you need to realize that they are being very vulnerable with you. In fact, they may be telling you way more than they tell anybody in this process, right? Why do they feel this level of doubt? Why do they feel you know, uh, this inability to share with uh, other people, why cannot tell their spouse. So a lot more things will come out. And the last thing you want to do is to not be consistent. I, I think that is a little bit more of a... It hurts more than it helps. And what do I mean by consistent? It means that once you decide that this is your thing, you have to hold it through. Or you have to hold it through at least to a high level of probability. If really it gets too shitty for you, right? talk to your friend and say, hey, you know, I really want to help you but I, I have underestimated the complexity of this process. I cannot be your support anymore, right? So at least have, a, have that kind of conversation and, you know, fade out if you really cannot. But what I'm telling you is that you go into something like that, you be very clear that there's a lot of meetups that you need to do. It needs to be a hand-holding process And I want you to be consistent if you want to be that friend that brings them through. And of course, there are a lot of best practices already about working through or supporting a friend through tough times. Whether it's pick up a spot together, do yoga together, you know, uh, have picnics together. Doing more, I think it's great and it's important. From a personal experience, I will say rather than sit down and think. A lot of people try to sit down and think and plan, uh, do a little bit more, right? And it's not always about just solving the problem, but also building that life, maybe become healthier, you know, try to uh, eat a little bit better given your financial limitations, or maybe sometimes you buy fruits, buy more for your friends. So there's a lot of all of that that comes together in supporting a friend through a hard time and financial turmoil. You got to be really consistent and take it as a warning, lah, if you choose to pursue this. But I'm not saying that, oh, if you cannot be consistent, you cannot support your friend, okay? I'm not saying that you cannot be consistent, you cannot support your friend, but you need to know that maybe you are not the main support. Once in a while, you can check in with them. Once in a while, you can mark on with them. Once in a while, you know, like maybe a month or two, you can be like, hey, how are you doing? How are things coming along? Have you got a job? You know, have you went for counselling? Have you done certain things, right? So you can be that friend on the side. It's perfectly fine and beautiful. Know where you can go. Okay? If you can be consistent and be the main person that walks through with them, like handhold them and walk together, amazing. If you cannot and you just want to support on the side, why not? It's, it's not a bad thing, right? But it's about knowing what you can and knowing that this is complicated and how much you want to commit. I think that's kind of where I'm driving the point at. Which brings me to point number three of supporting a friend through financial turmoil and that is to do some dream building exercises at the end. Why at the end or why slightly later? Not in the beginning, right? When the person is going through the hard time, questioning everything, you just... Companionship is important. Following them, supporting them, you know, finding the experts and all that. Those are great and important and don't need to jump the gun to say like, hey, so what's your next goal? What's your next plan? What were you looking for? Honestly, person is not in the right state. They, they are not trying to uh, look further. They just want to solve what is a noun, which is important, right? I think let's focus on that. But... My experience working with people that have been through hard times, been through complex financial turmoils, is that a lot of people then cut back on their expectations of themselves or cut back on their life goals, which, you know, I can understand, very scary, right? Very painful because you take riskier moves, you try to do bigger things, hoping that you can go further, your goals are bigger. And then after that, you'll be like, actually, never mind. Lah. Forget it. Lah. You know, let's, you know, let's just live a simple life. Lah, you know? <laughs> but Trust me. Most people that say, let's live a simple life, they're not simple at all and they don't want to be simple. Uh, to be clear, there's no issue with being simple, but it's about their dissonance. Shit happens to you and you then discount your goals going forward. I think that's quite a torture in itself. So while I'm not the biggest like, oh, what is your dream? What's your goal? I'm not the kind of person. I feel like there is a need for something like that when we are in such a situation, right? When you are beaten down, you're affected, you you essentially raise the white flag and you become so afraid to take big moves. You become so afraid to dream. You become so afraid to wonder, hey, how much crazier my life can get? How much better can it be? You know, can I buy that bigger house? Can I you know, travel the world can I you know, be influential can I do all these other things or can I have three, four, five kids or maybe now I only can have one you know so you, you become afraid and when you're afraid I really don't think that's the way to live a life fear exists to support us fear exists to keep us alive but excessive fear that discounts our ability to hope and to go further do you really want that? I'm not sure so to me the last stage of supporting a friend through financial turmoil is to dream together. Sit down and think about life again, right? Wondering, what can I do? What do I want, right? So, and I think this is extremely important exercise. Actually, even if you're not financial turmoil, every five years, 10 years, you should do something like that. Just kind of think about, wow, my life, ah, these 10 years, very blah, 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 you know, what do I want next? But specifically for a friend, for your partner, especially if it's your partner, or your family member that is going through something like that, if at the later stage of their process to, towards healing, you can do something like that with them, you can dream with them, you can support them, you can ask them some of these questions so that, you know, we kind of plan our finances again, have that buddy, be that pacer. I think that's extremely important because a lot of people, like I've said, after they fail, after they get hit hard, they give up. Lah, on some level, not say totally, but we cut back on our lives and is that really what we want? I don't know. So yeah, uh, I think there are a lot of other financial tips and tricks that we have been talking about through this whole podcast. We interview different people and I'm sure you've been learning a lot from different perspectives. Uh, but yeah, specifically for this situation because I'm seeing a lot more, right? Whether it's on socials, whether it's when I'm talking to friends, then it open up to me and all that, right? So yeah, that, that's what you know inspired me to do an episode like this today, which is on some level, not so financial, but... Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So I'm going to sum up the three points. Number one is to make sure you're in a good state and let your social support system know that you're going to participate in this process of supporting a friend through financial turmoil. Because uh, like it or not, it's going to be a lot more complicated. You're going to be putting more resources in all aspects, right? Your life, your energy, your social relationship, your time. And if you choose to participate with your friend through this process at such an intimate level, I do think that you should ask people around you whether you can do this, right? So that at least they know they have context that you're gonna participate in such a process. And also make sure you're in a decently good shape, lah, right? If you're not, it's okay, you know. Don't don't need to gung-ho and hero and you know, you know, be that one. You know, it's fine, it's fine. Because we all have times when we are not in the best state. And these days, when I look at supporting a friend, I'm actually very cautious because I know the complexity that it is and I'm not being a bad friend. I'm just not in the best state. And point number two is to be consistent and recognize that there's a need for high-frequency meetup because you essentially become very entrenched in their lives. They will tell you all sorts of things. You may need to support them too a lot of complicated financial processes, credit counselling, debt restructuring and all that stuff. And in this process, they will tell you a lot. And the last thing I think we want is to, you know, volunteer like, yeah, okay, I want to be that friend and then not very consistent right, as, as the thing become, the reality becomes more and more real that, oh, it's actually very complicated and it's very heavy. And it so happened in this process, you realise it's very heavy, very complicated. Please let your friend know and, you know, don't ghost them. Like. Let them know, hey, you know, I'm limited by my abilities. Take a step back. But, Point number two is to be consistent so that in this process, you become their anchor to uh, move through this turmoil process. And point number three is to then build some dreams, right? Because I think a lot of people after they fall, after things are shit, they discount their lives, they discount their dreams. And I, after going through so much, feel like, yeah, you know, there's a reality, yes, but the fear to dream and the fear to aim bigger sounds pretty torturous too. So with that, I hope you learned something useful today. See ya. Hey, I hope you learned something useful today and truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with the financial coconut. Knowledge is that much more powerful, interesting when share, debated and discussed. Join our community telegram group, share with us on your socials, like, share, subscribe, whatever. And there was one thing that I really hope that you can do is to share this on your socials, help us grow. We have already gotten to a serious size, right? We're the largest personal finance network in Singapore, but we want to go further, maybe go abroad, you know, or welcome some friends that are not the first bunch of people that will think of personal finance. So if you can help us grow this network, please share this on your socials. With that, I'll see you next week. Okay, so um, as you know, by now, you know, I'm a big fanfare of like emotional wellness. I am super big on this whole psyche thing. I read up a lot. I learn a lot along the way of first-hand experience. I work with different therapists and all that, right? So, so I've gone through quite a bit of these things. And um, yeah, I have a more nuanced view of, of these things rather than your... Pure finance people, right? They come in out uh, everything, oh, yeah, money one, can calculate one. Uh, we cut back here. We do this to that. And they are not ill-intentioned. Let's be clear. They're not ill-intentioned. They just want to support you. But when someone gets into a state like that, those kind of skills are limited. It's not enough to get someone to that support. And I'm not saying that you have to be so equipped to go through that. But, you know, yeah. yeah the reality is it, it's, it's hard and you got to be ready la right? So, I think that's for today's episode. And if so happened, hey, if you're listening, and so happened that you're going through a hard time, uh, you can DM me on our Telegram group. I will uh, do my best to give you some thoughts and ideas. And uh, yeah, if if I don't mind meeting you for coffee, we all go through hard times. uh, Yeah, things get better. And next week, next week we're gonna do a three-part series. Actually, I'm gonna separate huh? part one, another episode, part two, another episode, part three, like that, right? So so that you don't you don't get over you don't get bored if it's not the main thing that you're focused on. Um, so next week we're gonna start a three-part series focusing on getting pay increment, right? Because I think at this point in time, a lot of people feel like wow inflation is crazy, man. I need to go ask my boss for more money. If not, I want to jump, right? And uh, these are what we call off-cycle increment processes. And I think that we did a Telegram group poll and this was one of the main things that you guys want to focus on. So I decided to bring the friend of a show, Adrian, to come back and talk a little bit more about this. So we'll do a three-part series. Part one is before asking for pay raise. Part two is during asking for pay raise. How do you like strategize, talk to your boss, increase your probability? And after that, if let's say you get a pay raise, great, good on you. If you don't get, then what do you do? All right, so three-part series starts next week. Let me know if you love these kind of series because I think as we move along, we realize that series help, you know, all of us to understand things a little bit better. So yeah, see you next week.